0: Hello and welcome to the Letters to My Daughters devotional podcast. I'm Reverend Camille Henderson-Edwards, Director of Economic Health and Gender Justice here at the General Board of Church and Society of the United Methodist Church, and this is your weekly guide to developing a spiritual practice at the intersection of faith and advocacy. Let's get started. Week two of module four of Letters to My Daughters, where we are talking about maternal health across the diaspora in our virtual session. And for the purposes of this podcast, we are talking about how women are using their faith as a mechanism of support uh, for the many things that women, girls, and femmes face on an everyday basis. So let's first get started by grounding ourselves in our scriptural focus. Hear the word of the Lord as recorded in Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. It reads, Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But... She came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, it's not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She responded, yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that moment. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. And together we say, thanks be to God. This mother in our story is not just any woman. She is one who knows the culture in which she lives and is keenly aware of the historical tension between her people, the Canaanites, and the Jewish people. She knows that as a Canaanite and as a woman, uh, she is often either dismissed or equated to that of a lesser value. However, this woman heard about Jesus And by way of that, she is unwilling to just sit still and simply accept that things are always going to be this way. I have some women in my community, in my life, who are like this Canaanite woman. This woman has heard that uh, Jesus is one who can do miracles. She's heard the things that people have had to say about him. They have heard uh, about his teaching and they've seen with their own eyes what he's doing. And possibly she is guided by the hope of what Jesus will do for her daughter. Can you imagine waiting for the opportunity to meet Jesus? to meet this man that so many uh, have said is doing great and mighty things, to meet this person who uh, has the propensity to literally change your life. What would you say? What did she say? Did she imagine the words and plan accordingly when the time came? Did she rehearse what she would say to Jesus and Therein, the 12 disciples? We don't know. But what we can hear in her words and the interaction with Jesus is that she is in need. What we can hear is that her child is suffering and she is more than ready to present her case and to plead, and not uh, give up, even if people dismiss her. She was prepared for that. She knew it. So she presents her plea in simple words, but with conviction and clarity. Thereafter, she can contend with Jesus' perspective and place her request for healing in the interaction of words and wisdom. It pains me to think of the fact that throughout our history, the words, the voices of women have often been dismissed. Words can bring life or death to people. Words can close or open doors, and words can help us change and transform God's people in the present, and in the future. All people are created in the imago Dei, the image of God, no matter who they are, how they look, or where they come from. So in short, your words matter. The words of the women, of the girls, of the femmes through which we have painted this experience, they matter. So during these past months, we've been learning a lot, we've been hearing a lot, a lot. Uh, And this week, we invite you to reflect on these questions. What new words have you been adding to your vocabulary? What knowledge do you have about the current challenges women, girls, and femmes are facing? What issues or social conditions Are you preparing yourself to speak loudly for? What words can bring light, hope, and life to the Black mothers and their children of which we've spoken? My prayer is that you would be able to reflect on these questions and that you might present responses of which you will be able to act. Let's pray. Gracious and eternal God, God, we thank you for you have equipped us to speak. God, you have given us a breath of knowledge and wisdom by which we might use to speak out and to make sure that as we do ministry, God, that we are employing language that brings life. Likewise, God, our prayer is that you would enable some to listen, to be able to hear the voices of those who are speaking. God, our prayer is that you would equip us to be better people in the edification of this, your beloved community. And we will ensure to give your name all of the glory and the honor and the praise that is due. In your son Jesus' name we do pray. And together the people of God said amen and amen. As always, thank you so much for taking the time out for this weekly devotion of letters to my daughters, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me via email with any questions or general experiences from the study that you may have. I can be reached via email at chedwards, that's c-h-e-d-w-a-r-d-s at umcjustice.org. Until next time, go in grace, go in peace.